0: Welcome to Become an Idol. I'm Dr. Robin Sargent, owner of Idol Courses. This is the place where newbies come to learn and veterans share their knowledge. I have here with me today, Ruid Rees, and you might know him from his YouTube channel on everything beyond and writing scripts and the entire content development process. And he also um, has some wonderful courses on the entire process and creating um, animations in beyond and some really great content on ruidrees.com, and so Ruid, would you please do a better job of introducing yourself and what it is that you do?
1: Yes. Well, uh, I'm a uh, Ruid. I'm Danish from Denmark, sitting here in uh, sunny Copenhagen right now. I am um, a course creator. I have this uh, course business where I teach people how to uh, use animation to create fun learning, as I call it. So uh, it started as uh, being the beyond guy on YouTube. And now it has evolved into being more of a teacher of how to teach online via video and uh, in particular animation.
0: And so but you started out like being an animator. Is that right? Tell us a little bit about your career history.
1: Yeah, um, well, animator sounds so um, so cool, and I always wanted to be one, but uh, I'm more of a general generalist. And uh, I worked in a, a corporate company as a marketing assistant where one of the colleagues was uh, working on an animated video in Vyond, which was called Go Animate back in the days and she asked me if I could take over the project because she hadn't time uh, hadn't got time for it and I said yes and uh, I kind of learned the ropes by just uh, watching videos myself and uh, and just working in beyond and um, well after that I started to sell these animated videos beyond videos through a friend's web agency so when he sold a website he offered an explainer video on that website and if they said yes he would forward that kind of uh, creation of that video to me and um yeah i uh, i did that for a couple of months before i thought i can get my own clients and that's when i started my animation agency where we created uh, explainer videos only in beyond and we did that for three years with uh, five or six other great colleagues and um, that is where i got really good at beyond and i've been using it ever since.
0: And then you guys decided to create your own course, right? And you just started last year in 2020. Is that right?
1: Yes. Well, uh, the agency days were amazing. But uh, you know, during the summer months, there's not much to do in an agency. So uh, we spent our time creating a Vyond course called Go Beyond Vyond. And uh, that was the, the kickstart of my interest in uh, course creation. And uh, over the years, I created a couple more on script writing and voiceover recording. On having a good process around video creation. And uh, I threw that on the internet, tried to use uh, Udemy and other course marketplaces before I started my own kind of self hosted course business on Rootrees.com. So, yeah, now I'm a full time course creator, full time teacher, and uh, trying to, uh, to grow that business primarily through YouTube, as you mentioned.
0: And so, um, when did you start your YouTube channel?
1: Uh, If you go in and and look at the start date, it's uh, probably pretty old, but uh, I got serious about YouTube for about, uh, I think it's about a year, year and a half ago, where I figured out that if you actually put in the effort and you actually put in a lot of time into your videos and really, really try to answer all questions related to the topic you're uh, creating a video for, things start to work out so uh, before that point I just you know uh, recorded talking head videos me walking around uh, an office uh, trying to give the tips and tricks on something and that doesn't that didn't really work I think the the aha moment was that uh, the YouTube algorithm and people like quality and they like entertainment and uh, you know the combination of fun and facts became my recipe for for growing that channel it's not that big yet but I can see that the growth rate is increasing month by month. So uh, I think I've figured out that uh, quality is the way.
0: Oh my gosh. I mean, I just see your fans everywhere, rude because <laughs> there's even a, um, one of my students actually started a Facebook group that's all about beyond. And whenever they talk about, Uh, Beyond and learning beyond, they always always point to you and your channel and your course. And so I know that um, I'm going to have a lot of my students that are going to be fans of just hearing this um, interview with you. So now, what have you kind of? Now you're kind of interested. You've just kind of jumped into building courses, which is pretty much how everybody starts building courses, right? Not not a lot of people are formally trained, and then even the digital course marketplaces kind of its own thing so uh, have you gotten into instructional design or you just kind of do it intuitively or
1: well uh, it's it's true what you say it's a, it's a, um, kind of head first uh, running into a, a wall and then uh, falling down and getting back up and trying a new direction right so it's a learning by doing for sure and um, instructional design is a, a combination of uh, words and sounds i had never heard before uh, since well last year I, I I heard the term for the first time in my life I didn't know what it was so uh, I started uh, investigating these uh, models Sam Addy uh, learning cluster design uh, Kadakia's book um, uh, you I found you and uh, try to uh, and Puck I don't know if you know him I, try to, yes, I do. try to find all these people who talk about how to teach online and then I didn't know it was well I did know about HR and uh, the learning and development uh, departments and companies but I didn't know that it was actually a career path and um, I'm a, a total uh, novice in, in terms of instructional design theory and you know everything that your um, audience and, and yourself uh, is, is learning and, and teaching. I'm more coming from a, a video um, kind of a point of departure and you know a, a startup background actually where it's very iterative you talk to people you hear what they want you try to create it and see how it goes right that's this uh, kind of uh, iterative uh, feedback like making getting feedback making something new getting feedback again and uh, that's how I'm learning I I can see that my courses are horribly structured in some cases and I try to really um take in all the new cool uh, theory and ideas on uh, edutainment, micro learning maybe it's not new in your head but uh, to me it's uh, the the puzzle pieces are falling into place when I uh, am able to find some theories or some thoughts some models around something that I kind of knew already that I've seen on YouTube for example and kind of merge those two worlds uh, together if that makes sense
0: it makes complete sense. And a lot of what you say is part of our model, like the iterative process of getting feedback from your learners, improving. And I mean, that's that's all I've done with my academy too. And okay. I think it's the best way to do it, right? Yeah. Give your learners exactly what it is that they say they need and just keep updating. That's and then um and also like I bet a lot of your intuition has been right on too right because you get good feedback about how entertaining and fun your courses are and and that's really what matters right is that your learners are learning and they enjoy it yeah what do they what do they say
1: well uh they say they love my courses right i hear that a very very strong words a lot i just love your courses you're probably the best teacher i've had and i've taken courses for 40 years right so when people write emails yeah. to me like that I get super happy at first but then i get very curious afterwards what was it about the course that you loved so much and what made it different from all the other courses you've taken over the last 40 years right and uh, what they say is like um it's the humor it's the fun it's the wittiness it's the weirdness that is <laughs> so uh, so uh, attention grabbing and so entertaining to watch and this is one of my kind of big, um, what do you say, something that I really care about now, uh, the idea of fun learning and transitioning and maybe pushing the whole e-learning, online learning industry in a direction that looks a little bit like where marketing and, you know, uh, social media, YouTube, all these platforms have gone, because there, there is a, a gap between where YouTube is now, for example, in terms of entertainment and Uh, the pace that that the video progresses in, it's very different from what you see if you take a course on, let's say Excel, or you want to learn how to use PowerPoint. The pace is different. It's much more, you know, boring, much more um, informational. It's not very fun to watch. And I think there's something to be done in that regard.
0: Yeah, I've even seen somebody say something about a review of a course and they were, um, they, they wrote like a medium article about how they're so disappointed that when they purchased their course and then they got in and they found out that that course they purchased was all text okay. and all workbooks. Yeah. And, and what was interesting about what they said after that was that they said, well, I know I can learn from text and writing, but I did pay. And part of it was to be able to, be entertained and watch the videos and 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 learn in that way exactly and so i think you're right i think that's exactly what people are looking for they i think the word is edutainment
1: yeah and i think that uh, we're getting so used to high quality entertainment we're used to all these tv series netflix series all these great productions movies uh tv shows that are so well made so high pace so fun entertainment well thought through they have huge budgets and then we pay our own hard-earned money on uh, some course platform and we get a whole bunch of text right so the de- <laughs> disappointment is uh, is uh, very easy to understand and even if you get a video course you pay uh, 200 for a course and what you get is a person who hasn't really prepared a structure for the course they just hit record and then they're talking to the camera for an hour and they can be (laughs) the best experts in the world they can know so much about the topic but the delivery has to be entertaining as well that's what i believe
0: oh yeah because otherwise you're just gonna um turn on the closed captions and start um scrubbing that video yeah (laughs) that's what happens so um you know our audience is full of new and experienced instructional designers and so i'm sure They would love to hear some of the, you know, insights you've gleaned from, you know, having your digital course business and, um, and that learner feedback, what are some of the things that you do and, and have you put it into any kind of process or checklist or whatever? Like, how do you write in humor, for example, into, into your courses? I know you're probably naturally funny. I've been giggling, (laughs) but like, are you, um, intentional at all about it?
1: Um, I don't have a kind of a, a structure for how i am funny or I try to be funny and i, <laughs> and I think uh, there's a difference between being funny and making jokes that can work very well and i do it a lot in uh, go beyond beyond these small uh kind of side comments if i to- talk about panning from left and right there's a small guy holding a pan down in the corner right so these are not really a uh, jokes, but these are just small visual comments on something I'm saying. Wordplay, for example, is uh, super cool in animation. If you say something and it means something else as well, show that other thing. Like when you when you talk about, for example, panning from left to right, show a guy who is confused holding a pan, right? That is uh, kind of fun and not uh, maybe not hilarious, but it's at least an effort to entertain the person who's watching. And it works for some. Some think it's super boring. Others uh are kind of uh, writing me emails that they just uh you know roll around on the floor laughing almost right <laughs> so i think it's just the the um the ambition to entertain is pretty important i think the ambition is often to have a like a business impact for example if you talk about uh, instructional design in a corporate setting the the goal is to have some kind of business impact with the training right how can we move people from A to B so they can do something better and maybe you forget the entertainment factor a little bit uh, and uh, yeah that's what I'm trying to kind of um, inspire people to do more Uh, tell jokes use animation make it dynamic Um, yeah um, own your weirdness as they say right if you have some quirky talent you know how to rap or something do it in one of your lessons i play guitar so i did that in the, in in the ending of one of my lessons where i played guitar on camera and then i layered some other animated musicians on top of that so we were playing together right and you can say is that funny well at least it's an attempt uh, attempt to be entertaining to excite people to have them kind of um you know steered towards me and kind of to to grab their focus and kind of uh, also vary uh, between or alternate between dry information and something that's more inspirational, dry facts with something that's more fun, right?
0: Oh, so I think you've um, given a lot of great tips just in the way that you um, described your guitar session. Um, the, just the sense of like that element of surprise mm-hmm. and variation. That I mean, it's almost like it's it's easy pickings to be an entertaining course. At this point. Right. Just kind of like what you said about the the disconnect between how advanced um, our our other education and social platforms are as opposed to the way that courses are created. So even if you can just throw in some elements of surprise or some wordplay, like you said, um, some variations, is there anything else that you are mindful of when you are, you know, putting together a new course? Like, oh, I want to make sure to include these elements.
1: Yes. Um, you talked about this uh, story with someone uh, buying a course, paying a premium price to get a premium course, and then they get text, right? And text, yeah. text is, uh, is fine. It's one of many formats. And what I'm mindful about when I create course lessons, YouTube videos, whatever, is to create a mixed format. I think that's a very essential skill if you want to be an online teacher that you master animation as one format talking head live footage as another format where you talk to the camera you're excited you talk about your topic right so you convey your energy around this and then you also maybe mix in screen recordings if you're talking about a piece of software, a tool. And maybe you also mix in some stock video from a library of generic clips that you can shuffle in there, right? So here we have already four different formats that you can uh, that you can blend together and create this mixed format that alternates between screen recording, animation, live footage, and stock video. And in that way, you keep it dynamic, you keep it entertaining, and... Um, that's, that's one of the things that I really try to, to, uh, to do in all courses and all videos.
0: I have a question, a follow-up question on that one, Ruud. What about the, um, when you mix like the stock video with the animated video, um, there's sometimes where I've seen it where it can be done really well. And then there's sometimes when it looks really off. Yeah. And so do you, is there like any kind of high level um, tips you can give us about you know mixing those formats especially that stock video with the beyond animation
1: yeah well uh, when i'm talking about uh, the mixed format i'm actually thinking of it like uh, first there's for example five seconds of animation then it clips to my face talking for 10 seconds then it clips to a stock video clips clip and then at last there's maybe a 10 second clip of screen recording so they're not they're not kind of um, mixed into each other in one Mm. sequence so it's kind of uh, alternating between format a format b format c format d and then back to a right so it's like a a rolling format that changes all the time you can also mix it in one frame so i'm playing together with the animated characters but uh, that's a little harder to do and i think the the goal should be to to first figure out a way to mix these things in a more you know one at a time way, if that makes sense.
0: I think that's incredibly helpful. I mean, just thinking about like, just like you said, I think you just like lifted the lid off of that because I think people want to mix things. They're just not sure about how to do that. But I think, I think that'd be a great tip for them, right? Just animate, then show that next type of content and then maybe stock video after that instead of trying to put them back to back, like animate, stock video, animate. Yeah is usually what i see that kind of looks wrong
1: yeah and i I, i'm thinking two things when you're saying that the first thing is that i've created a whole course about this called powerful process where i talk about my own process for how to create content that looks like my content right so if you see me on youtube Mm -hmm. and you think wow i want to create a youtube channel where i teach finance uh, not animation but i want to use his format roots format and teach finance instead how can I do that then you can take that course and and I talk about how to use all these different formats and how to very important write a script an outline before you start creating your videos because if you write out a script then you read it sentence by sentence and you think about what format would be the best fit for this sentence so for example if it's uh, hello my name is Ruud. in this video we'll talk about uh, Robin Sargent and her cool online courses right that could be a talking head because I'm introducing myself then I explain what idle courses is it consists of different uh, modules it's an Academy it's single courses this is a little more complex and here animation would be great to divide a scene up into uh, the amount of products you have on your uh, website for example right that could be like I'm going into more complex topics, so I'm using animations to loosen that up. And then I'm making some kind of joke. I'm commenting on whatever in relation to your uh, idol courses. <laughs> and then I use maybe a stock video clip that is, you know, a little generic, a little funny, a little weird to kind of um, illustrate that joke that I'm making. Right. So I'm going through my script, looking at the sentences and figuring out what the information is and what the complexity level is of each sentence and then i allocate a format to each sentence and i do that with color codes so if you've seen my uh, scripts i create them in google drive and i color code every sentence uh, which is then correlated to a particular format whether that be live footage animation stock video screen recording whatever
0: that's fascinating you know that's very similar to um the way we teach about e-learning in the academy okay instead of i mean maybe it's not every lesson but it's like every um like paragraph or whatever we were like well how are you going to um engage your learners with that paragraph just like you said like is it going to be a um a video instead of it being all in one video it's like is that core in that course is that part of your lesson going to be a video is that part of your lesson going to be an interaction and it's all about looking at your script so um i I, i'm glad that you illustrated that because i think that will connect for people especially if they've ever written a storyboard before because it's the same kind of thought process
1: yeah but oftentimes with the storyboard if uh, well you're creating a storyboard i see a lot of questions about storyboarding in the beyond community for example uh, you've yeah. already chosen your format right you know that you're going to create a video that is 100 percent animation and then you create a storyboard on how to illustrate your different sentences inside that format so I'm taking one step back there and I'm writing my script without knowing the format and I think back and and kind of read every sentence again and think what what format would illustrate this point the best how can I convey what I want to convey in a way that makes sense for the viewer and that supports what's said, right?
0: I love that you have a powerful process video that I think that'd be interesting. And you actually have um, an all-access pass too, don't you, Ruin? Yeah. People can get all-access membership to all your courses?
1: Yes, I believe they all tie nicely together. They're all about online learning and how to create fun learning content. So I didn't want to isolate uh the courses into co- kind of uh, single purchases you can't buy single courses as well but as you said I have a all access membership that gives access to all is it five or six courses I have in there i and uh, it also gives access to uh, the community where you can ask me questions it gives access to master classes and live Hangouts where you can also we can do these Q and A sessions um where you have some kind of uh, struggle or problem with your creation and I can kind of give my best advice on how to progress with that. So uh, I think that's a, a good format. I enjoy my uh, Spotify subscription, right? All access to all the music in the world. Uh, some people have Netflix or HBO. That's also kind of a all access model where you pay a monthly price and then you get access to everything. And I try to do the same for for my course site. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's definitely room for um, many instructional designers to be better at our content development. And so, you know, you you do, you have five of them. It's like go beyond beyonds included, voiceovers, strong scripts, and then your your powerful process. And then your screen flow fast track yeah, is all in there true. is what it true. says. So even, I mean, so your courses are absolutely relevant for instructional designers. So what do you think is going to kind of be your, your next step that you're going in? Do you have anything like on the on the back burner that you're working on
1: um yeah i'm uh, closing off a chapter where i would uh, freelance on the side to kind of supplement my course business but i'm uh, focusing 110 on the course business from uh, from next month and that's going to be my uh, sole focus and uh, an, an initiative around that is to really grow my youtube channel the youtube channel has been the number one Uh, lead generator the number one traffic generator the number one interest generator around me and what I teach so uh, and I love to do YouTube I love the instant feedback I love the analytics where you can see where people kind of drop off and uh, you know the the whole process around YouTube uh, is a super creative one and one where I jump around the apartment back uh, back here in uh, Copenhagen and put up the lights put up the microphones Uh, think of different settings uh, set up the cameras and do different takes so that's the process i I enjoy the most most uh, this uh, content creation process and especially the youtube content is uh, such a a joy to create so youtube is going to be a huge focus uh, going forward
0: so um just to kind of you know wrap up and and give the people that are listening a few more tips so what do you think is some of the advice that you have to give often, especially in, you know, your membership community where you are um, talking directly to your learners and things like that. What's kind of like the advice that you find that you need to share with those that are learning to create really good and engaging and fun content? What's, what is that, that you tell, that you tell people all the time?
1: I think a very practical uh, piece of advice is to structure your script better And if you don't want to go too deep into it you can think of it as three parts the first part of your video is an introduction where you say in this video you're going to learn about abc whatever your topic is right then you have your whole body of information your stories your points your chapters everything you want to talk about and then at the end before you round off the video you have a call to action if you like this video download the full ebook on rootreese.com or something like write that like so so i think people are lacking structure in their videos they're just uh, jumping straight into some story about here's john john works as a carpenter and then for the first 60 seconds you don't really know what you're watching you don't know what this is about and then at the end uh, here comes the big points here comes the summary and you understand everything falls uh, kind of into place but I think there's a lot to learn from YouTube in this regard as well I've talked a lot about YouTube but if you look at how the best YouTubers do it they tease their video they have a short intro in this video I'm going to do this and that then they do the whole thing for uh, five minutes and then they round off with a call to action if you like this content Subscribe to my channel. I'll create much more like this in the future. And I know you'll love it, right? So this three-piece structure is one of the advices I give most often to people who want feedback on their videos. Beautiful.
0: I think just um I think that tip alone is a wonderful final tip for people because you know, so much of what we do, if you just, you know, jump into your animation tool or jump into your e-learning authoring tool and you don't have a plan, you don't have a script, and it's not strong, then you're right. You're just gonna leave whoever your audience is, whether it's your learners or your watchers or whatever, you're just going to leave them either confused or just like not engaged. Oh my gosh. This has been (laughs) such a pleasure. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you coming. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at idlecourses.com. If you like this podcast and you want to become an instructional designer and online learning developer, Join me in the Idle Courses Academy, where you'll learn to build all the assets you need to land your first instructional design job, early access to this podcast, tutorials for how to use the e-learning authoring tools, templates for everything course building, and paid instructional design experience opportunities. Go to idlecourses.com forward slash academy and enroll or get on the wait list. Now get out there and build Transcendent Courses.